boom, I just went ahead and started recording it. We on right now. Um, yep. This is uh, Brother Blackman, Smooth the Blackman, Black Thoughts from HOG Wrestling. I wanted to um, introduce y'all to him, vice versa. I wanted to make sure y'all met. Um, and y'all know, <laughs> y'all know what he did, because that's a part of his Black history and what he's currently doing. Um, so that's why we're here today. Um, that's from what I see, he does a lot of great things for the for the black community mentally. So um I'll let him uh introduce himself a little bit more and then we'll just you know proceed. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Give him that, give him that uh give him that intro that you be giving him. Hey, what's up, Black family? This is your big brother, Blackman, coming to you live from Black Thoughts. Except I'm more, I'm a guest today on the Rolling Pin Podcast. My good brother, my good brother here has invited me on to celebrate Black History Month, celebrate pro wrestling, to celebrate just uh, what this is right here. It's just Blackness and brotherhood. It's, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's right. a good evening, man. That's right. Shout out to Carter G. Woodson. Um, so... Let's talk about your history. I want to start with you first because that's, you know, you're the guest on the show, Black History. With wrestling, to keep it specific, how did you get into wrestling or did wrestling get into you? You know what I mean? Who chose who first? Hmm. I think I, uh, that's, shoot. I think wrestling chose me. Like, in all honesty, it was like a constant in like, the entirety of my life, really, basically. Got you. So, no, um, so for, like, for people who are like who tune into like Black Thoughts, um, I'm adopted. So like I've been I've been with like my adopted family since I was like two weeks old, mm-hmm. and I believe it was so like my mom like watched wrestling as like a kid too with like her dad and so did her sister. So like my aunt had like a bunch of tapes. I think she was like the really big wrestling fan. Mm. so it's like the earliest memory i got is like this had to be i think this is the 93 mania where they had the toga party i got you and it's like bobby heenan coming like back was on like the horse or the camel or whatever let me ask you this to add to that that's an excellent story um how did you when did you start to take progressing a little bit more seriously to make it make it something that you wanted to pursue a little bit further like how did you let's pro, let's progress in history let's move forward you know what i mean yes so this is 20 what so that's actually 2011 when like i actually was like hey i love this, this is like the only constant in my life and like somehow it, like it dawned on me that like yeah, this was like actually something I can learn and like get into. And I don't, I don't know why it never occurred to me before. Come mm-hmm. on, I had to watch like a bunch of documentaries and they all talked about like training and going to wrestling school somewhere. I so, I, so I finally decided to like look into one and House of Glory wasn't that far from me. It was like just a quick bus stop, like from the sty up to like Bushwick or Ridgewood where it is, is like one that far. And I already knew who Amazing Red was from like being a teenager and like uh, Impact. Like, well, TNA came on like TV like the weekend of my, my 15th birthday. 
So I'm like, and like from like collecting DVDs, I already knew who Red was from like Impact, and Brian from like Indies watching tapes on YouTube. Mm. So like that from like from then it was like really like it was like a done deal. Like I went there to sign. I went there to sign up, but then like life hit and medical issues hit. So I actually didn't actually join until 2013, the weekend of like my 23rd birthday. Okay. I got you. Um to segue, Brian, you are you referring to Brian Baez? As, well, yeah, but it's Brian XL. Because uh, Brian's the owner of HOG along with Master P and Westside Gun, more Black Excellence. We're going to go ahead and put that out yeah, there. Yeah. But um, Brian Baez, is he one of the owners? Is that the same Brian that you were referring to? Yeah, uh, Brian XL. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shout out to them. Uh, but to put it back on you, as you were uh, propelling yourself through your childhood, wrestling what black wrestlers did you watch um coming up or like who was the one black wrestler that um you looked at the most and you were like i like this guy well being smaller it was like initially like it had to be the rock because you know that's like that's dead like everyone's like legit favorite if you're like talking about like just black black wrestlers but like being like such a fan and like watching deeper than like mainstream fans normally do. Booker T always stood out to me like a lot more. Like Booker T was like, Booker T was just like legit like amazing. What you like about Booker T the most? The most? Uh, reinventing himself. I like the um, the break dancing and the kick, <laughs> you know what I mean? And the kick. You said you know. the kick? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Yeah, the ass kick, yeah, that's like the ass kick is like a really dope move that like no one was like really watching. I mean, like no one else was like really doing like incorporating for me like at that time watching incorporating like martial arts into like their work and their moveset. So for me, that was like always dope. All right, I like that. I like that. Um, so outside of wrestling, because I want to talk about the other side of what you do too. I want to make sure the audience gets both sides of what you do. The black thoughts. Um. What's currently going on with Black Thoughts? Do y'all have anything currently going on? Like, I know y'all do y'all segments um, on Black mental health. You know what I mean? Making sure that's that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So we usually do, like as you said, we have, we have segments on Black mental health. Uh, we have Black Women Wednesdays, which is like my favorite day. It's just a whole day of just like supporting, uplifting Black women. Uh, right now, fr- well, not, not just right now. This is going to be up for everything. Fridays, we do the Support Black Business Challenge which is like really special to me. I just ask people to dedicate like, just like $10, a little $10 minimum out of like your paycheck, put it towards supporting the black business. But right now, since we are in Black History Month, uh, we are doing our Moments in Black History specials, which are two of them are dropped right now, but you can hit at the link in my bio. Uh, which I'm gonna have like a bunch more planned throughout the rest of the month. I think it too, because it was like, Basically, like as black people, as a culture, if we don't, we don't maintain and pass down like our knowledge and our history to our youth, it opens up opportunity for people of other culture to do that for us and manipulate the information the way that they want to, which history has already shown us they are going to do. 
So it's just like my way of like my contribution to like passing down our history to like the youth. Yep, and make sure you lift as you climb. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. That. Um, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, I'm thinking about other things that I could, that I could ask as far as um Black history to you. I want to make sure that. You know, you got everything you wanted to get across as far as Black history goes. Uh, but I really don't have any more questions. This might be just more so of an introduction um, to what you do, because I think that everybody should actually follow him to keep watching what he does. You know what I mean? Actions speak louder than words, so he can sit here and say, you know, Black thoughts all day, but, you know, really follow him and, and uh, take him seriously, because he definitely uh, one of the few brothers in today's time who, uh, you know, get with you on that level, you know? So it's good to see that. It's definitely good to see that. Oh yeah, brother, I'm just all about uplifting blackness, especially black owned, like you, black owned podcast over here, black owned podcast That's there. Right. That's right. Very central base, especially that we also like, you have like a black pro wrestling podcast, which like I see it's like, I feel like podcasters are the next big journalist. Especially because, like, like, eventually, like, guys like guys like you and the brothers, brothers and sisters over at like the Jabba Tears podcast, you guys will replace the Dave Meltzer types because you are the guys that are, like actually like pushing the culture and just doing this for like the love of it. And like, I don't see an agenda like when I see when, like when I when I'm watching your content, I don't see like agendas when I watch like Jabba Tears content, and it's just a. Uh, yeah, it's like black people, like blacks always like lead the charge. You guys are like leading the shit out of this. And it's like y'all are y'all doing like really well. And it's like I can see like I I got I ain't got nothing but faith in you guys and you blowing up. Yeah, number one job. Thank you. I really do appreciate that. I wanted to add to that too. Sure. The, number, the number one job really is to make sure you just um, you know, you share more than you you asking, you know what I mean? So this is my opportunity to, you know, um share my platform to get your story out there, you know what I mean, to a wider audience, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and that's the goal, you know what I mean? Because you ultimately gonna help uh, people out if, you know, the more people that reach, you're a positive person, so. Yeah, I try. Uh, it always, it warms, it, it, it honestly warms my heart when I can see like, if I could just help like one person, like that's, cool for me whether it's been in like wrestling at black thoughts like anything has like always just been dope like i can always see like whenever we like promote like a black owned business or like a podcast and it's like my other followers was like my like other followers start patroning that business or they start listening to that podcast or they start watching that show for me that's dope even if i just get them like the one viewer or like the one purchase that is like Cause like that one purchase, that one purchase can go a long way, mm-hmm. and which is like with everything like black owned. It is always a step by step kind of thing anyway. Mm-hmm. Which is like so I just if I if I can get if I can just get just like one to everyone. That's for me. That's just dope. Yeah. Um. To to even talk about that with um your organization HOG, they actually did release a statement um back when Black Lives was mattering. You know, at, at at its highest point, you know what I mean. They released that yeah. statement, and they and they said that they was um there with that too. You know, so that was that was very positive. That's what you should be doing. You know, on a, on a broader scale. So 
Shout out to them. Shout out to that whole team. Shout out to everybody that's behind that push. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Personally, like it's all. Everyone is like we're we're all well. Brad and Brian are like they're Afro Latino. Uh, everyone else involved is either like Latino, Afro Latino, Black. Uh, majority owned by Master P. Uh, invested in by Westside Gun. These are all like real dudes. Like not not even like these are all like real dudes from like I'm not gonna say the street life, but like that life, inner city life. All over. Basically. So we've all, and they've all been through it. Some of them have been through the system. Um, Master P has his own life story that's like the story of like at least 200 lives. West Side Gun, I know has been through it. These are all like, these are all black men who have been through, who have been, who could have been George Floyd, or who could have been Armand Arbery. It's like, like me, like, I started running in like May after like the gyms had closed down in March out here in New York. And I hadn't like, I hadn't known anything about like Armand Arbery. For people who don't know who, who Armand Arbery is in early, early 2020, he was a runner that was, the news, did, the news didn't report it as such, but it was a lynching, pretty much. Three white men in a car chased him down and shot him dead in the streets. It was a lynching. They've all been arrested and they're all like facing trial now, but months later, no justice has been served whatsoever. Uh, one of the men is like trying to get out of prison on like good behavior or something. Not j- well, jail, not prison, because no one's going to prison yet. But so like, yeah, like we all. The Black Lives Matter movement is like a relatable movement for all of those involved in like House of Blood. And if I'm just speaking for like everyone, I feel like that's at least something that I can say. That's a good company to get behind. Rest in peace, Amar Arbery. Yeah. So, wow, that was amazing. Amazing story, man. I'm glad I'm talking to you. So you have a tag team partner. You want to speak about your tag team partner? Because maybe we can get him on here uh, too. Share his side of the story, you know what I mean? How did y'all meet, Chris? Yeah, uh, my good brother, Beast Coast Bruiser, Chris Heaton. We actually, we met at House of Glory. So that was like an actual a friend that I made there turn, who turned into a brother. Like honestly, that, like Chris's family there. We fight, we fuss at each other all the time. That's still like my brother for life. Like, Shout out to Chris. Come through. Come to the Rolling Pin Podcast, man. We talk to you, man. Black History Month, if you can. I know you be busy. I be seeing him powerlifting and whatnot on his uh, Instagram. You know, he be getting it in. Yeah, gotta get yeah, gotta get back into it. It's comeback season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I live it. Yeah, I live every day like it's comeback season. Like you are <laughs> working to get to the next level. Working to get to the next level every day. Right, right. Mm. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Um, I ain't got nothing else. I want to. I'm gonna keep it short. I know you busy. You know, you got you got you got lives to save. Black lives to save. Black minds to save. Um, not excluding nobody, definitely not. I don't want y'all to think nobody excluded everybody who's um somebody is definitely included in on this. Um, but um that's it, man. I want you to have a a good one. That's my brother. I, I, I thank you for having me. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, appreciate you. You uh you be safe. I'm gonna um I'm gonna hit you up after this. That's my, we'll talk. That's my brother. All right. All right, stay safe, man. You too. Peace. Peace.